0: Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 304.
1: Fire, 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 fire. Your daily dose of inspiration, encouragement, and energy from the most successful entrepreneurs in the world. Prepare to ignite now. now. This is Entrepreneur on Fire with John Lee Dumas. Entrepreneur on Fire, Entrepreneur on fire, fire.
0: Heyo, Fire Nation, Squarespace is the all-new, all-rockin', all-in-one platform allowing you to use drag-and-drop technology to create a beautifully designed website all by yourself. For a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code MONEY. Over three dozen companies on the Inc. 500 list got their start through LegalZoom. Now that sounds like a good choice. Visit LegalZoom.com to find the service that's right for you and enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Okay, FIRE Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Charlie McDermott. Charlie, are you prepared to ignite?
1: John, I am fired up and prepared to ignite. Let's do it. I
0: love it. Speaker, (laughs) author, and founder of the Business and Entrepreneur Network, Charlie McDermott helps small business owners clear the path to building valuable, scalable, and saleable businesses via automation and the creation of direct response marketing assets. Given Fire Nation just a little overview, Charlie, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you and then give us an overview of your business.
1: I am a um, lifetime fitness fanatic, and and it really fueled my first business. I got into health club business when I was a college student at Westchester University right outside of uh, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And uh, I sold that business a few years back, but I've uh, continued to to just absolutely love being active. and, And I do it more now for the mental pleasure than the physical that fueled my, oh, I guess, uh, interest in the whole business world. I mean, I got into that business when I was in college, and I'm not sure I really knew what the heck I was doing. Luck certainly helped. And uh, I learned a lot in those days, and it really uh, helped me understand the, the importance of, one, building a network and and hiring great people and and, and so many awesome lessons to the even bigger benefit the ability to spend time with family and 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 my kids and and having that kind of flexibility was was a huge huge part of uh, uh being there for for my kids and, and my wife so um we are now at a point where our youngest just left the house she's in college so it's my wife and i Empty and our nest. two dogs yes uh. yes but they came back <laughs> they're they're they're, they came back for summer, and it's funny. My wife and I are like, we love our kids dearly, but it's like it's a, it's an adjustment shift. It's like, wow, wait a minute. We were used to having this place to ourselves. What's going on here?
0: Oh, be careful, Charlie. Your kids are the boomerang generation, so get used to it.
1: <laughs> oh, no. No, it's, it's all fun. It's all good.
0: So, Charlie, I'd love to, before we break into the rest of the interview, what are some of the fitnesses that you rely on? Are you a runner, swimmer, yoga? What's your thing?
1: Yeah, you know, my thing is is doing something. You know, in, in my health club business, I would talk to our new members who, of course, would come in wanting to quit smoking, lose 20 pounds, and, and become a vegetarian all by next Thursday. <laughs> you know? And it's like, whoa, 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 whoa. You know, just three days get off the couch and walk and the impact it will make on your life in the long term is huge and in fact you know there's that, that diminishing returns point where uh i can show you statistics that show just by staying consistent with a walking program is almost as good as being a marathon runner in training so for me it's it's a combination of running swimming uh lifting and riding a bike you know whatever really um I, I I consistently I, I run and I lift, but I do like to break it up in the summertime because what I hate wintertime in Pennsylvania. And then yes. um, so I'm kind of limited what I can do in the wintertime, but summertime it's like, man, let me, let me do something different. So biking and, and swimming is uh is on my list.
0: Well, Charlie, I'm from Maine. So I resonate uh, with uh, you uh, about uh, those winters, but I recently escaped to sunny San Diego. So 365 Uh, days a year, I can and should be outside. And I love what you're saying about walking because being an army officer for eight years, I just really got turned off from that early, early morning physical training because I did it for so long, starting at 5 a.m. I got burnt out on it and maybe I'll get back to it someday, but I love what you say about walking. And the first thing that I do is I pop out of bed, toss on some headphones, and I go for a power walk along the bay here in San Diego. So what distance do you recommend a nice morning power walk being?
1: Yeah, you know, for me, it's never about distance. It's about time, and and I, I, twenty to thirty minutes from a running standpoint, um, and I do it. And I know you can relate to this, John, as well. For me, it's it's more about the mental aspects, yeah, and, and keeping balance. And my best ideas, you know, you hear people get their best ideas in the shower, or my, my best ideas come when I'm working out because you know all of a sudden my my brain is free to to wander a bit and to generate the, you know the subconscious mind the stuff that that's been you know that problem that you just couldn't figure out right. and all of a sudden you know it's like a mile into your run or your walk bam it's like there's the answer oh. And Where's and, my pen? Yeah, that's a problem sometimes. So I spend the rest of the run going. Don't forget X. Don't forget X. Don't forget
0: X. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> well, Charlie. We could get into fitness all day because I'm big into it. I'm actually about to join a CrossFit gym to just experience that I a couple guess. days a week. I just want to give that a whirl because again, I'm an army guy, so I like those kind of hoo-ah type of things. So we'll give it a try. I've never tried yeah. it
1: before, but well, you know, you got to you got to change it up. Keep it fun. Keep it interesting so but yeah you'll enjoy that
0: let's dive into the success quote because we love getting that motivational ball rolling and i know you have a great success quote for us, so take it away
1: <laughs> it goes back to my uh my health club days no pain no gain i mean i remember that as a as a kid just getting into weightlifting and seeing the the older guys that were bodybuilders and power lifters and and big time athletes in in school and they would always talk about no pain no gain and, and And then I would start lifting and I would go, oh, I know what you mean. Man, my arms are burning (laughs) and you want to quit, but you keep going to get that extra rep in or two reps in and it would make a huge difference down the road. And Business is the same way. I mean, I'm sure there are a lot of folks out there listening that either are in pain right now, or certainly have had their share of business pain. And it comes in all different flavors and variety. Everything from the the staff challenges to the to the finance and and banking challenges, in, in today's economy, to to marketing, and on and on and on. You know, and and business is one hurdle after another, but. If you know that going in and the, those hurdles kind of you, – you, you figured a way to, to not only jump them without clipping your knee or banging your shin into them and, and rolling on the ground, um, but you can get through them pretty quickly. If you understand that you've got to go through some pain um, to appreciate the gain and uh, that business will always – provides you an opportunity to experience that. Um, And if you get the systems in place to minimize the pain along the way, um, that's a very, very smart maneuver.
0: Now that we're on this pain subject, let's just continue on forward into a real pain, which is failure, which are challenges and obstacles, which you put so eloquently, you are always going to be facing as an entrepreneur, as a small business owner. It is inevitable. Take it down to the ground level, though, because you're our spotlighted guest, Charlie. This is about you and your journey. Give us a specific story when you failed, when you just fell flat in your face. And how'd you pick yourself up and carry on from that?
1: Oh, man. Well, the first one that comes to mind was, uh, so I spent 15 years building my health club business, Went from, from a hole in the wall gym to five clubs, just dominating my marketplace. We were everywhere. I decided I wanted the next level. Yeah. I I wanted to go from, you know, the first floor to the fifth floor in one leap. Uh, so I decided to build this, what ended up being a $20 million complex on 20 acres. Um, the problem was, my wild only could afford maybe a, a four to six million dollar complex, <laughs> but I didn't let that stop me and and I spent a lot of time finding the right piece of property which I did in nineteen ninety five and which sounds like a long time ago, yeah um,
0: it's almost twenty years ago now yeah
1: yeah and and um it was difficult to do an our, our area because of development and 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 that size of property, but I found it in great location, great visibility and I sat on it for six very, very long years and actually did more than that. I started developing that property. I spent almost $2 million putting the plans together, moving dirt around. Um, I was spending about $300,000 a year just in interest to, to cover the loans and and the, and the debt that I had incurred. And fortunately, I had my business to fuel it. But it got to a point where I would look at my house and my credit card bills and go, huh, you know, I couldn't afford to, to sell my house right now because I, I owe way more on it than than what I would get in the transaction. I would actually owe money. And I was probably back then. Anyway, this is before the financial crisis, probably one of the few people on the planet that actually got denied credit cards because I was I was putting so much on credit cards to keep keep the ship afloat because wow. what was happening was that I went through three different investors the last one who was willing to put in four million dollars of equity into the project um, but then when the the bubble burst back back in the uh, I guess it was 1999 with the internet stocks uh, and his one major stock was one of those that just got sliced in half i um, I um, I felt some some real pain and with not a whole lot of gain. And the only thing that got me through that was having a clear vision of what I was doing, why I was doing it. And I could literally see. and and during the tough times and I could tell you multiple conversations my wife and I had in our kitchen, in our house saying, well, you know, we could sell the land and sell the house and just, you know, go back to our chain of clubs and we'll recover from all this. And it's only money. Um, but I I saw that club. I saw people working out in that club. I saw family swimming. I had a vision of that club. I knew it was going to get built. I didn't know how. And in my worst moments, all I would do was was put that picture of that end product in my mind. And nice. that got me through it.
0: That's a really great lesson for Fire Nation to kind of hold on to is that, listen, you're going to have ups, you're going to have downs, but that's why it's important at the beginning to have a clear vision of what you're trying to accomplish. So when you do have those low points, you don't lose sight of that. You always can just close your eyes, picture what that end product looks like. And Charlie, we're all waiting here with bated breath. Did this building ever get built?
1: So uh, after six years of, of wooing investors, I finally found a partner. And uh, we built it, opened in 2002. And uh, a year later, we were throwing off a million dollars in cash, and the rest is history. So uh, it not only got built, it was a a raving success.
0: Wow, stuck to it. You kept being persistent with your vision, with your goals, and look what happened. A million dollars in revenue being kicked off on a yearly basis. Great stuff, Charlie. And it's a great lead-in to our next topic, which is the aha moment, because you share with us a great challenge that you faced and a massive obstacle that you ended up overcoming. But talk to us about a time when you were maybe on a run or you say you don't really have shower moments, so I wouldn't really maybe say in the shower, but (laughs) talk to us about an aha moment that you had when the light bulb just went off and you said, wow, this is me, this is Charlie McDermott, this resonates with my authentic self and I know it's gonna resonate with my target market out there. And how'd you turn that moment, that idea, Charlie, into success
1: so i spent how many years you call it what 23 years in the health club business and a lot of the time i i felt like i was the odd man out i mean entrepreneurs we're oddballs and and we tend to even our spouses many times don't get us they really (laughs) don't know what we're doing our employees really don't get it because they've never really had to meet payroll and all that fun stuff that we get to do as entrepreneurs um and so you kind of feel alone most of the time but uh I and ended up selling my health club business, and uh, mainly because my son, my knucklehead son, got into the acting world. And uh, for those of you who have kids out there, and any of them mentions acting, you know, steer them away. No, just kidding. <laughs> uh, so he he starts to have some success. And we end up going back and forth to, to New York, which is only about a, a two, two and a half hour trip uh, one way from from where we live. And after about two or three years of doing that, two, three, four days a week, it became somewhat clear, as clear as you can, can in that industry that, well, maybe he's got some talent. And, and at this point, he's getting close to the age of 16. And and I pitched my wife the idea of, well, someone, you know, maybe we consider doing a, uh, a jaunt out to LA in the wintertime. And, and of course I volunteered to, to make that sacrifice. <laughs> oh and enjoy yeah. So in winter, it's Horrible um, in
0: February. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. And, um, yeah, see if this kid's got talent and, and, or better yet, maybe we get this acting bug out of his system and he can then focus on college. Cause he was getting near age 16 at the time. And in a couple of years he'd go off to college. And we knew that if we didn't do something, he probably would just go to LA and try to be an actor. So, uh, I sold my health club business that gave me a, a, a real nice nest egg to uh, to take some time off, which ended up being two years. And I, I lived in L.A. with him. And during that period of time, I um, one I approached that as a business, not as a vacation. And, and let's just you know roll the dice and see if this kid can make it as an actor. Uh, and it was one of those I didn't know any better as a health club owner. Um I was competing with the $10 a month gyms. And it was becoming a very commoditized business. And what made us successful was our unique advertising. We were kind of a little outrageous, personality-based. I would use my kids. We have three kids in our advertising, so we tend to stand out from you know the the franchise clubs and all that. So I kind of took that out with me to LA. And I ended up using 21 different forms of media to market him as an actor, which sounds probably kind of strange, especially to anyone in the acting business. But the big aha moment for me was the day we landed in LA. So this was in October. We packed up the car. We had a Tahoe, everything crammed in there, two surfboards on the roof rack. And we drove cross country. It was a real nice trip. We stopped at the Grand Canyon. Stopped in Vegas. Got some really different stares in Oklahoma when people are looking at the surfboards on our car. Um, <laughs> we we landed in in LA. We actually you didn't uh,
0: have California or bus written on your Tahoe's back window.
1: <laughs> we did not. We did not. But all the other signs were there. And. Uh, uh, we we rolled into we lived in Manhattan Beach, which I don't know if you're familiar with Manhattan I Beach. I am, but, yeah. Uh, I'm just a little uh, down
0: the coast here in San yeah, Diego.
1: Yeah. So uh gorgeous, gorgeous town. We bought we bought we uh, rented a, a pretty much a an older kind of shack type place, but it was enough for my son and I. Blocking it from the beach, could see the ocean, and it was it was a great place for about six or seven months. And then we moved into Burbank. But day number one, uh we land in LA and my cell phone rings and And this is your aha moment. This is my aha moment. And, and I look at the area code and it's California area code. I know no one in, in California, in LA and I'm going, this is odd. So I pick it up and it's this guy who says, you know, I've never done this before. And I'm going, what, what, who's this? You haven't done what? He says, hi, I'm so-and-so from creative artists, which is one of the major agencies in the business. And he says, I saw your ad in the Hollywood or it was either the Hollywood Reporter Variety today, which, as you know, is the the major publication for the entertainment industry. And I've never done this before, but I was so compelled by that ad. I had to reach out and call you because I put my cell phone number as the, you know, to get get in contact with the manager, call this number. So it was an ad of my son uh, that I put in. In the Hollywood Reporter and Variety, a full page ad to generate interest in him because I didn't want to just show up in L.A. and say, hey, here's one of five thousand other kids that look the same and have probably the same talent as this kid. And let's see if we can get some work. Um, So I put together a full blown campaign, uh, including ads, emails, postcards, you name it. It was it was over the next two years uh, a consistent marketing machine to get him known and
0: twenty one different and, types of media.
1: Yeah, yeah. So, what um what happened at that moment was like, wow, right, I don't know what's going to happen here, but I but I know at least this kid's going to get a look, and and he got auditions off of that ad. Not only that, but rather than being a stranger in town, he would walk into auditions, and the casting director would say. Charlie, I've been been so looking forward to seeing you. Never met him before, um, but because of the marketing that he had done, that it aroused curiosity. And then at some point, like we in business, you know, we can only do so much with marketing. At some point, our product and service has to take over. (laughs) And uh, uh, fortunately for him, uh, we we spent a year kind of uh, doing a lot of auditions. And then uh, after the first year, he began to get work and uh, he... He's now the funny part is his first um first project, this is after a year, and you can imagine. You know, we pick up and leave town and your family and your friends and everyone's saying, Oh yeah, they're going out to LA. Good good luck with that. Um, you know, and and so we spent a year out there and it, it looks like nothing's happening because you get no work and it takes a while. Um, so he finally gets his first gig as an actor and it's for a feature film big budget film and the name of the film is called sex drive which now if you're in the kind of the (laughs) late teens 20s this is like a cult favorite now but i remember calling home and telling my wife and and also telling my son charlie hey you know you're going to tell your grandparents about this because i'm i'm not even bringing it up you know they're going to think oh geez they've gotten so desperate now you Know the kids doing porn movies, right? My first thought, <laughs> so, so uh, um, so he did very well in that and 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 started booking shows like The Office and and Parks and Recreation and Medium and so forth. And um, a year later, he landed a uh a, a starring role in an ABC sitcom called The Middle, which uh has had a lot of success. It's one of the top 25 shows now. Uh, there actually, he, he'll leave in a few weeks to begin filming for season number five. It's got a, a Patricia Heaton as the, uh, she plays the mom and Charlie is the, uh, the son. Patricia Heaton has done a number of, uh, successful, I guess, Emmy award winning actress and all that fun stuff. So, uh, so the big aha being that marketing works and, and the more that you can, can personalize that marketing and, and make it, you know, stand out from everyone else, uh, the more successful you were going to be. So the, the ad that brought in the phone call from the, uh, agent actually had a picture of, uh, Charlie and Chris Christopherson. You know if you remember Chris Christopherson. From, uh, I do. That's like a yeah. 70s singer. Yeah. 70s singer, country singer. Um, Classic. and also an actor. He's done a, uh, he's got a pretty impressive resume of acting. Um, but he, um, he gave Charlie a testimonial. He was in a film with Chris uh, right before we came to L.A. And and I uh, I reached out to Chris and got a testimonial from him. Probably one of the first uh, in the business that ever got a testimonial for someone who used it as an ad. <laughs> so, <laughs> so um, yeah, the big aha being marketing works in any industry. So I came back after two years of being in L.A. Uh, Charlie turned 18 so he could live on his own and do his own thing and decided, well, I can help. Other business owners now, because I know that my business isn't different, that my my marketing worked in my health club business, but the same strategies worked in the entertainment business. And therefore, we can use those same concepts in any business for, in this case, local business owners in the Philadelphia area. So that's what I've been doing uh, uh, since then. Well, give us
0: kind of a breakdown now. Let us bring it up to present times with the Business and Entrepreneur Network. Just give us one thing, Charlie, after that failure you shared with us, after that aha moment that you had, give us one thing that's really exciting you currently today in your business.
1: Boy, that's easy. It's automation. You know, the the... The pain that I went through in my health club business, 350 employees, uh, all the things that we were doing manually from from sales, follow up and marketing uh, that that I could have done with half the staff today um, and and freed myself up to to work less and be more productive and more profitable. I mean, uh, you know, today we have the ability to to generate a heck of a lot more from a revenue standpoint and a sales standpoint because we become more efficient in the in the sales cycle. So what, say, eight years ago in my health club business maybe would have been a 45, 60-day buying cycle, as an example, I can literally cut that in half. Um, and and therefore, that means less hours for my staff. That means less dollars in marketing. Uh, and, and I can then funnel in more business. So my capacity increases as well. So all of that not only impacts sales and revenue, which we all get jazzed about, but really at the end of the day, it's all about the bottom line. You know, how much money are you pulling out of the business? And that's where it gets really exciting.
0: What is one of your favorite automation tools right now?
1: Yeah, the the tool that we use primarily is I call it the the engine that powers the machine is an infusion software. We are just able to systematize not only sales and marketing but but a lot of the workflow that we do so as an example we do a lot of training webinars and we can we have those throttled out over the year so that if i don't even show up emails are going out follow-up emails are happening uh, uh things are triggering so that the, the sales pipeline and the communication are happening along the way uh, because we we set it up to work that way. And then come next year, we pretty much just copy it over, change a few dates, and it and it starts all over again.
0: It's a super powerful system. I run yeah, all yeah. of Entrepreneur on Fire off of Infusionsoft. And what you're talking about, Charlie, and, and just so the listeners can kind of even get a better grasp about it, is that you have these automated emails that go out to set up times to these webinars that are automatically set to go at certain times. And if people opt in, you can have an if this then that format. So if they opt in, then they're taken off one list and put onto another list that then sends them down another rabbit hole or down another chain of events. And you can make this automated all the way down to your ending funnel. So it is all inclusive. You can set up amazing running events, just going off, all automated. It's a great system. In FusionSoft, Office Autopilots, another one that's out there that's very similar. Just some great things that are going on. And now let's chat LegalZoom. Affordable what? I'm sorry. I thought you said affordable legal protection. Oh, you did say that? Then you must be talking about LegalZoom. Check this out. LegalZoom offers award-winning services developed by the best legal minds in the country. The great thing about LegalZoom is that every business or family who engages with them gets personalized attention from start to finish. Plus, LegalZoom has a service that can help with just about any kind of legal protection. That's why over 90% of LegalZoom customers would recommend the service to their family. Now that's powerful. LegalZoom is not a law firm and provides self-help services at your specific direction, but there's so much more. Now, every LLC in incorporation packets includes an easy-to-use business accounting software, a $269 value for free. Be sure to enter FIRE in the referral box at checkout. Start your business, protect your family, and safeguard your assets at LegalZoom.com today. Referral code FIRE. Fire Nation, is launching your website holding up the launch of your business, next product, or new service? Then I've got just the resource for you, Squarespace. Squarespace offers an all-in-one platform that allows you to use drag-and-drop technology to create a beautifully designed website in no time flat. Add content to your site straight from your desktop or easily rearrange content within a page. Squarespace makes it easier than ever for you to create your own site just the way you want it. And with a responsive design, you don't have to worry about people not being able to view your site on a mobile device. It's automatic. Squarespace has 24-7 customer support, live chat during the week, and fast email responses throughout the day and night. Squarespace is Everything you need to create an exceptional website. And for a free trial and 10% off, go to squarespace.com and use the offer code MONEY. And Charlie, this is actually a perfect segue into my favorite part of the show, the lightning rounds. This is where I get to ask you a series of questions. You come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan?
1: Let's do it. Let's do it. Sounds exciting.
0: What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? You
1: know, I got to tell you that I can't give you a good answer because it was probably two or three years in business before someone said to me, oh, well, you're an entrepreneur. And I was like, well, what the heck's that? (laughs) Um, So uh, uh, really, I started that business when I was in, in college. But what would have held me back, I can tell you absolutely, is fear. You know, the fear of failure, the fear of of looking like a fool that that what if the business didn't work? And I think that holds, you know, a lot of people point to money and financing. But I think when you when you really dig down, it's it's the fear of failure that really holds most people back. And I'm no different.
0: So, Charlie, what's the best business advice you've ever received?
1: Get organized. Most businesses are always in a state of chaos, and uh, I'm not a, a button-down detail guy, as most entrepreneurs are not. Uh, so my accountant way back when, uh, Henry Sandville, Sandville, an older fellow, um, um, said to me, Charlie, you've got to get organized. And uh, I didn't like it when he first told me, uh, but he he was dead on back then. And if I didn't get my, uh, my ducks in a row, the important numbers figured out um, – Uh, I would have quickly been out of business back then.
0: What is one specific action that listeners can take in the next 24 hours to bring them one step closer to their dreams?
1: Put in your plan on paper. It's amazing what happens when it goes from your brain through your fingers onto a piece of paper, not a computer computer. Um, not a recording, but just write it out. And, and, uh, I find that's a, it's, that's almost as therapeutic as running. And, um, you now have a record to, to work off of as the plan evolves. because as we know, whatever plan we set today, uh, it, it's, it's going to change come tomorrow.
0: Fascinating. Do you have an internet resource like Infusionsoft that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners?
1: Yeah, the, the one I've been using lately has been uh, lead pages. Clay Collins, uh, he's, a, yes. he's a
0: guest of Entrepreneur on Fire. Great guy.
1: Yeah, awesome, awesome resource. Those guys are doing some very, very cool stuff. Yes.
0: Well, Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource, Infusionsoft, everything that we have mentioned in today's episode by going to entrepreneuronfire.com slash Charlie McDermott. Charlie, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be?
1: My favorite is The Secret of Selling Anything. It's a it's an older book and it's very hard to find. I've written by Harry Brown and uh, I'm not a salesperson. I really don't enjoy selling. And what I like about this book is it's all about not selling. It's really just comes down to asking the right questions and leading someone to the path of of, uh, you know, putting them in in the position where you become the obvious choice. So uh, awesome, awesome book. I, I refer to that all the time.
0: Very cool. Well, Fire Nation, I know you love audio. If you haven't already, you can get the audio version for this book, if it's available, for free, by going to eofirebook.com. If it's not, there's a ton of other great books out there. Check it out at eofirebook.com. So, Charlie, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So, take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter is taken care of, but all you have, Charlie, is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days?
1: I'd say, number one, and this, is, this I'll try not to be too general, but initially, for me, it would be set a goal. I mean, begin to understand what's what's out there, do the research map out the plan and then execute the plan, I guess would be the steps. So, um, using my skill set, I would be focused on finding an audience and, and, and so doing the research, setting the goal, setting a, uh, a for me, live events really work well for growing my business. So whether it's, it's find a, uh, kind of a, a chamber of commerce, rotary type group, um, doing the research to figure out where they are. And then, um, Um, begin to build the business that way.
0: Wonderful. Well, Charlie, you've given us some great stories. You shared a heartfelt failure. You shared an incredible aha moment of what a little marketing can do, a little momentum push can lead to. You've also shared with us some great insights in the lightning rounds. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, share how we can find you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: Absolutely, absolutely. You can find me at www.benresults.com. That's ben b e n results.com.
0: And what's that parting piece of guidance?
1: The parting piece of guidance is is be relentless. You know, and, and and that's I mean, just to bring this full circle back to uh the whole working out thing and and um why it's important to stay fit to build endurance because business is you know, part physical, part mental, part spiritual, and you've gotta have that balance and and you just have to if today is is a rough day, know that it will end and you will get recharged tonight and tomorrow you start with a clean slate.
0: It'll wear you down.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Well Charlie, Fire Nation's well aware that they can find everything that we've talked about today on your show notes page. Go to eofire.com. Click on that podcast tab. Charlie's hanging out in the archives there. Charlie, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side.
1: Thank you, Jen. It's an honor being part of it. You take care.
0: 100% support, monthly webinars, giveaways, an annual meetup, a private forum, private email access to me, your success stories being highlighted on Entrepreneur on Fire. These are all the things you'll get when you join Fire Nation Elite, a tribe of like minded individuals who have banded together to form a powerful community. Speaking from experience, this type of community is priceless. Find out for yourself by applying at FireNationElite.com and schedule your 15-minute chat with me today.
1: Thank you for joining us at EntrepreneurOnFire.com, your daily dose of inspiration. Prepare to ignite.